welcome to cloud tech talks your go to cloud podcast from amidus technologies this is sindhu priya marketing and alliances executive from amidus i'm happy to welcome arvind purushottamen cloud leader global delivery services from ey arvind is a business and technology leader with over 26 years of global experience in technology more specifically in cloud and data engineering in his current role arvind is responsible for expanding ey's cloud engineering capabilities working with global stakeholders and clients his team focuses on building cutting edge solutions to deliver for clients spanning strategy engineering applications data and security and even finops all in cloud space hello arvind welcome to cloud tech talks thank you sindhu uh, pleasure to be here all right so arvind 2023 presented the cloud realm with a myriad of obstacles as you know ranging from economic downturns to the emergence of gen ai revolution and beyond so we have navigated through them all reaching the shores of 2024 successfully so let's explore uh, in this episode the key methods for making the best move forward the topic for today's discussion is how to embrace the cloud in 2024 so arvind what are the major trends you foresee in cloud technology for 2024 yeah great question uh, sindhu uh, so let me uh, to walk you through something that i'm seeing in the market uh, and what i believe will be important factors in uh, 2024 you know joint study uh, we had done with uh, hfs uh, in 2023 uh, you know mm-hmm. we talked to several organizations about the okay. cloud journey and what we found was around 65% of the organizations we spoke with had made significant investments in cloud and out of that about 32% had actually realized their ambitions so that's about a third of the organizations have actually uh, you know reached uh, or achieved their uh, goals so i believe more and more organizations are becoming aware of this gap between uh, uh, their ambitions and the reality and uh, i believe one of the major areas is how do they change this narrative in 2024 and uh, beyond right so having um, uh, you know provided this important data point i believe there is at least three things that organizations uh, uh, you know will be looking at uh, uh, to change this narrative in 2024 okay uh, so yeah so firstly uh, i think uh, organizations will now uh, look at cloud rather than just an infrastructure play uh, so far what we've seen is everybody's migrated to the cloud moved all their workloads to the cloud but i think uh, this is going to change and I, we've already seen this changing in the last uh, uh, year or so but i think there'll be significant additional change uh in 2024 so what i mean by this is organizations will be more thoughtful in what they move to the cloud uh, what services on the cloud they should adapt uh, taking advantage of specific cloud uh, services platform as a service services uh, using specifically more managed services offered by the cloud service providers and looking at ways to minimize vendor lock in Uh, through the use of um, additional open source technologies on the public cloud so while uh, uh, in the early stages of cloud adoption uh, the aim was to get on to the cloud now the aim is still to get on to the cloud but do these additional things that they believe uh, you know is going to be important for them in the future and i would say this is because uh, uh, you know uh, organizations want to be more uh, cost uh, effective uh, you know they want more flexibility Uh, in the long run uh, they don't want lock ins 
So I think uh, that is necessitating this uh, uh, sort of a change, right? So I think this would be the, I would say the number one, uh, you know, uh, objective in uh, 2024. Uh, other than that, I also see there are a couple of other important uh, uh, trends. I think you mentioned that in the introduction. Last year, 2023 was a year of uh, Gen AI, uh, and uh, and uh, that trend is only going to uh, continue to uh, grow. Uh, so now organizations that have uh, started to experiment uh, with Gen AI or started to implement Gen AI, uh, they are doing it on the public cloud. I mean, uh, so uh, for example, the use of OpenAI on Azure is uh, really driving Azure's, uh, uh, you know, uh, business uh, you know, from a cloud perspective, right? And uh, so that is going to be a big driver in 2024. In fact, uh, in an IDC Gen AI uh, ARC survey that was done in 2023, uh, about data showed that about 87% of European companies are were using or planning to use the cloud for AI. So this essentially means that even those who were skeptical of the cloud or did not feel a need to adopt the cloud now uh, are looking at cloud at least for uh, AI adoption, right? So this is going to be a driver in uh, uh, 2024. Now, the thing is uh, when you want to adopt the cloud for AI, it is not possible just use it for AI. You have to bring in your data, you have to stand up your uh, landing zone, you have to stand up your infrastructure. Uh, so this is uh, in turn going to provide an additional impetus uh, to uh, cloud adoption, right? So I think that'll be an important trend. And uh, what I'm also seeing is while we're having this Gen AI conversations, uh, many uh, organizations are trying to uh, do application modernization. And while they're doing this application modernization, they want to bring in uh, how does Gen AI help with the application modernization in the entire software development lifecycle? Uh, how do I use Gen AI to stand up my cloud infrastructure more effectively? So there is a bigger play, not just using Gen AI for innovation, but also Gen AI in the entire uh, uh, you know, software development uh, and uh, cloud uh, uh, infrastructure uh, setup. So I think this will be a very important uh, uh, aspect of uh, cloud business in 2024. And finally, the third thing I want to highlight, uh, which has been a very big topic in the past, is the cost uh, around the uh, cloud consumption. Right, Cloud economics has been a key topic even in 2023. And I really expect this to become even bigger in 2024 as uh, people, uh, as organizations adopt more and more uh, uh, you know, services and move additional workloads to the uh, cloud. So. Uh, three three important points. Uh, how do I uh, do the cloud modernization more effectively in 2024? How do I use uh, cloud for innovation, um, including AI in 2024? And then finally, uh, while I do this, I want to make sure I'm uh, cost economics is definitely a key part of my um, uh, cloud journey. So three trends is what uh, I believe uh, will be very important in 2024. Yeah, you brilliantly spotted uh, three major areas uh, that is about to pick up speed uh, this year. That's true. Cloud economics is become, picking up its pace slowly and steadily. So uh, since you touched upon cost effectiveness, how do you think the organizations can effectively manage and optimize their uh, cloud spending this year, 2024? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, very important question. Uh, see, in... Uh, State of FinOps survey that was done in 2022, uh, there was a, a survey that showed that only 37% of the organizations had kickstarted their FinOps initiatives. Uh, and yes. they were in the very early stages of their uh, uh, FinOps adoption. 
So we expect this to grow significantly in 2024, right? And uh, so when we say it's going to grow significantly, that uh, means that organizations have to take specific steps uh, to show, uh, you know, cost savings and cost optimization. So to do this, uh, I believe that uh, the first thing organizations must do is understand the difference between the on-premises and the cloud uh, operating models. Uh, okay. And uh, establish the right operating model uh, in the cloud is an important starting point. Yes, you may have started your cloud journey about three years, five years ago, uh, but uh, have you looked at the operating model construct uh, for the cloud? Uh, because uh, it's it's you, you're also never going to be like zero percent cloud to hundred percent cloud. You're always going to be somewhere uh, in the middle, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So you have to have your operating model that works for both uh, your on-premises uh, infrastructure as well as your uh, cloud and uh, the cloud world. So what this essentially means is you have to uh, redraw traditional organizational rules. You have to upskill uh, existing people uh, in many departments. Uh, for example, your infrastructure people, application development finance and even procurement so they need to know and speak the language of cloud uh, in you know to be more effective in the rules then establishing a comprehensive cloud governance model and uh, including the business in decision making is going to be critical because uh, in the cloud world a lot of the costs are going to be charged back to businesses so they have a say in how you know this chargeback should happen and is it cost effective does it make business sense for them to spend this amount of money or you know and they want to see ROI right so the business also has to be brought into this uh, cloud journey and this change is actually not very easy to implement though it may sound uh, quite uh, simple but it's very difficult to implement and it takes time but uh, it is important and critical for long-term success of the uh, uh, Finox initiatives so that's one uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, cloud can generally what we have seen is it's a sort of a federated sort of teams work in the cloud space. So each group has their own way of working uh, in cloud in many organizations, and that results in additional costs and lack of standardization. So having a centralized team, standing up a centralized team like a cloud center of excellence that lays down best practices and tracking and tracks the outcomes is going to be critical. So every role, whether it's a developer or whether it's an architect, must understand that they have to contribute towards uh, the uh, cost optimization, and they must be incentivized to do so. This was rarely the case in traditional on-premises world, but in the cloud world, this is uh, you know super important. The third uh, point I wanted to highlight is uh, in cloud, uh, you know, you, you, the cloud service providers provide a lot of data. Uh, on the consumption. They provide very detailed level information. However, that same inf the information they provide uh, sometimes uh, uh, is difficult to understand based on the role of the individuals in the organizations. So for example, the vice president of uh, infrastructure or the VP of application development or an architect, developer, financial analyst, each has a different uh, requirement uh, of the, uh, uh, you know, the data that uh, would make sense from their uh, perspective. So it, it is very important uh, to make this data available to them, but also in a way that they can understand the spend. So the data that a developer needs is very different from a financial analyst. So making that data available and giving them very specific insights and actually holding them accountable uh, to the outcomes uh, is going to be uh, very important, right? So I would say, uh, I would summarize saying that uh, 
three important points, operating model uh, changes, getting the operating model right across the organization, having a central team uh, that provides standardization and best practices and rolls them out uh, organization-wide is going to be critical. And finally, providing a lot of visibility into the spend for each uh, persona within the organization and uh, holding them accountable uh, is going to be very important uh, from a FinOps perspective. Great. You brilliantly summarized that, Aravind. Uh, it clearly captured the crux of our discussion. Uh, I can easily resonate with what you have said on bringing transparency in cloud spending and uh, making them accountable with uh, relevant granular persona-based insights, Aravind, because that's exactly what we do at Amidus uh, with our flagship product, Cloud Caddy. So we always ask this to our customers, you are investing a lot on your cloud, but are you spending it right? So uh, that happens only when uh, there is a solid cloud FinOps practice in the firm. So thank you for that. So listeners, we are not done. Let's continue this intriguing discussion with Arvind in part two. Stay tuned. Till then, enjoy your cloud journey. Thank you.